Hello, folks, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I, as you goddamn well know by this point, am Gavril, and this is my adoring fan, Mr. Kevin. Hello. Chris is out for the weekend for holiday reasons and uh, Star Wars, and I will be out next weekend because of the retail apocalypse. Last week, we rambled nonsensically about logs in a wild divergence from our usual potty mouths and news. This week, we're talking about the world of Skinner Boxes. That's right, we're talking achievements, specifically those with rewards attached to them. And with that, we're going to ask you how many roads must a man walk down before we can call him a man. How you doing, Gavin? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Chris? I am doing absolutely wonderful, buddy. I am uh, just uh, enjoying the only weekend off completely that I will get for the uh, entire rest of this year. Uh, first weekend off in like wow. two months. So glad you're sharing it with me. I didn't plan to, but you know what? It's okay. My wife ended up working, so I had nothing better to do besides drink and uh, record a podcast. I see. Yeah. What's been uh, going on with you, Chris? Uh, not a whole lot. I have been playing a lot of Hearthstone, and uh, I'm going to say this right now. Fuck Dungeon Runs. Fuck OTK Warlocks. I am done with both, despite the fact that I am still playing Hearthstone. In fact, if I what, wasn't... What's wrong tra- with Dungeon Runs? They are infuriating after a certain point. And oh my god, my, uh, I am, I'm so loud. I just realized I'm incredibly loud right now. Um, they're very infuriating after a certain point. Like, if you get fucked over on just the slightest amount of RNG, you get screwed up. Just completely. And you have to win, like, what? Eight of the bosses in a row? You have to kill eight bosses in a row. Yes. And you uh, start over from scratch if you lose. Correct. Which mm. is incredibly, incredibly frustrating sometimes, especially if you draft like a really good deck and just run up against a really shitty like seven or eight boss. Or if you say draft a deck and then you end up against like just something absolutely terrible at the very end, you know, mm. like your sixth boss is like a hard counter spell boss. Like you go up against Mogark or something on turn on your sixth one. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, guess what? You drafted nothing but spells in your deck for the entire time. So, uh, yeah, good luck. RNG, man. Fuck RNG now, on this. Can you pl- can you explain an OTK warlock to me? Because I have no idea what that is. Okay, so an OTK is just a one-turn kill. Uh, It's a combo deck that is designed specifically for no other reason than to just fuck your day up on a single turn once they gather all of their uh, combo pieces. Um, OTK Warlock is actually pretty... It's pretty good. It's it's just outright good. Uh, And that's very frustrating to me. Um, Okay. Because I keep getting fucked over by him. That's constructed... Yeah, that's constructed. That's in constructed okay. mode. Um, but yeah, what it's else just, have you been playing? I have been playing uh, some Destiny Two, of course. Uh, some Warframe. Uh, I'm just waiting, kind of, for the next event there, uh, and a little bit of Diablo Three every so often. Fun, good times. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I've been doing some Antorus raid. We completely cleared normal this week, which was awesome. So hey. I got my Argus kill. Congratulations, I got to watch buddy. the ending sim- cinematic, which I will not spoil. Good. Um, and it's not as long as everyone has been saying it is. So yeah, it's, it's nowhere near that. as long. I don't think so. Yep. I did not get the trinket from the final boss kill. I did get the ring. I think everybody gets the ring by completing the quest. Yes. Everybody gets the ring uh, when you complete the quest. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And just in World of Warcraft over the past seven days and probably the past 10 days, I've had like some of my luckiest runs that I've ever had. Um, last week in Raid, I got a bind on equip that I ended up selling for 617,000 gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was awesome. Um, it was a piece of 945 gear that had crit haste and a gem slot for cloth. So it was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, it sold really well. I was end- I ended up buying the uh, light forged um, war thingy. What is it called? I don't know what uh, the fuck it's called. The Warframe? The Warframe. Yes, the light forged Warframe. Okay. Uh, so I have that mount that now. Um, I turned in a random Suramar Paragon uh, chest, Paragon rep box, and mm-hmm. got the uh, Fox invitation. Uh, so I ended up getting the Fox mount. Hunt you piece of <laughs> shit. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Not not many other people were happy about that either. Fuck you. Do you know how many times I did that stupid fucking preparing the fucking withered army to get that goddamn thing and never got it? <laughs> I I did it on three characters every day for like a month and a half, two months. Keep grinding. It happens. Miracles do happen. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say this right now. Screw wow at the moment. (laughs) Um, I'm also working towards the uh, Paragon of Argus achievement, which is the one that gives you the title Lightbringer. Mm -hmm. Um, I did all of the chests that you need to open. Uh, You need to have one of the you have to have one of the buffs equipped from the Vindicar in order Mm -hmm. to get certain chests. Mm -hmm. So um, I went through all of those and found out that you get a surprising amount of um, artifact power from those chests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was getting like uh, 3.1 billion uh, token for every chest. So I ended up getting like um, 30 billion just through that quest line. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and finally figured out that I could server hop in order to get my uh, Legion invasion boss that I could not get. I was doing um, like over the past probably week or little over a week, um, all of the Legion invasion points that I could do on Argus to try to find this last boss that I hadn't killed yet and finally just uh, server hopped around while I was in one of the Legion um, invasion points and finally found it and killed it. So Nobody I have... Nobody ever believes me when I tell them server hopping is still a thing. It's just not as easy. Yep. It is. Um, and, okay, I just so- have... By yeah, the way, the only, just yep. real quick, mm-hmm. yep. I am personally directing a fuck you to LB, who is listening to the show right now. Uh, he, he doesn't contribute, but he listens to the show. He likes to listen live. Uh, he just told me that he got the Fox invitation on three separate characters, and you can politely and kindly go shove a railroad spike deep, deep inside of your asshole, LB. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sounds particularly painful. Yeah. So sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. Yep. No, the last thing that I need for the achievement is to find one of the greater invasion legion bosses. So hopefully it comes up next week, but God knows. Fingers crossed. Yep. So and then I'll have my Warframe, I'll have my title, and then I'm also trying to kill all of the elites uh, so that I can get the weapon appearances too. So I'll be completely light forged out. Good shit, son. Good shit. Yeah. What Chris, what happened to um Chris? 
Uh, Chris was bitten by a radioactive pig. Uh, he is now Spider Ham. Spider Ham does whatever ambulatory ham can. <laughs> he's gonna enjoy that, okay. and that's the only reason I made sure to sing the song is that he's gonna enjoy that when he listens to it. If he's and not he'll drunk, never listen to it. Just like he, you, he's just like me. He's never gonna listen to it. But I'm I'm gonna make sure that I get that as a sound clip that I can use at some point. Perfect. Yep. Damn straight. Uh, so that's fantastic. So uh, that covers just about everything for our last week, buddy. Moving on to listener feedback. You get to cover the Gmail. Great. Alessandra wrote in and also wrote in to about 110 billion other podcasts, letting everyone know that this coming week is Rose 250 episode for Realm Maintenance and to write in, send a voicemail or shout out, yada, yada. We can shout out right now because Ro listens yeah. to everything. Yeah, Ro has some black magic that goes on that gives him the ability to listen to 5 million different podcasts that are pretty much all every week that are pretty much every single one of them just variations of the exact same words and themes. (laughs) So, uh, Ro, thank you so much for being a supporter of us and uh, just being a supporter of the whole community. Uh, You're a fantastic figure and uh, the WoW podcast and the Blizzard podcast community in general would not be the same without you, buddy. Ro, I love you. Thanks for having us on the show. I'm sorry I burped in your ear. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> I remember that. That was terrible. That was horrible. I was mortified. Mortified. I know. I know. Um, moving on to Twitter. Moving on to Twitter. Uh, so, uh, and in Wonderland, and the gamer is one of our listeners, of course. Uh, by the way, I'm the dudette from the Czech Republic. Hi again. Uh, and the first two hostile movies were indeed shot here, but most of the story takes place in Slovakia, which is our neighbor. You know, I, I don't know if uh, I'd ever be proud to say, yeah, yeah, hostile was shot here, except that I'm from Texas. And of course, like 5 million Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. So there you go. Yeah. I also love I the do. fact that she gave in some weird. Uh, trivia about her country yeah well no i mentioned about the hostile movies like you mentioned the czech republic last week and i said isn't that where the hostile movies take place (laughs) perfect Uh, so that's fantastic and thank you for listening thank you for writing in we love to hear from y'all and uh the more we can interact with you the less news and crap we have to cover you know we can be a little bit more colorful and talk with y'all a little bit um so uh Uh, so actually, and by the way, Anne is at Anne the Gamer on Twitter. McCraz, uh, who has uh, written in a couple of times over the last couple of weeks, our Colombian listener, our Colombian listener, um, at uh, it's at Mal Clevior, uh, M A O C L A V I J O R, uh, at Azaras C T C Gemas. I was trying to find the show notes for the latest episode, but I haven't been able to. I went to the mobile version of the website, but couldn't find it. I can't get it in a computer at the moment. Where can I find them? What I'm looking for is the Wowhead video you mentioned. Uh, we have been a little bit falling behind on maintaining the show notes. Uh, part of the problem is is that uh, Kevin oftentimes has to master the show after the fact, like well after the fact. So it just becomes a breakdown in communication. I forget to update the website. He, you know, posts the show Sunday evening. So you know, it, it's just kind of a clusterfuck. Uh, we're going to be trying to make sure that we keep those up to date. Um, I think Kevin said he went back and updated the show notes for that. So fingers crossed. Let if me know it, if the video link is the one that you're looking for. If not, we do in have episode 47. 
Yeah, we do have listings for everything that we mention. We just don't always remember to update everything that we mention. Yeah. Um, um, and- especially with the way that stuff uploads to SoundCloud, I can't put a lot of links into the actual show notes for the file itself because it just appears in a weird format. So we're trying to add them to the website instead. Um, and I'm just going to break a little bit of fourth wall commentary right here. Uh, Kevin, my levels are so high and I can't get them to go down. Just a heads up. Okay. Take okay. one of the cans off your ears. Okay. Uh, uh, moving on to Robin uh, the, at Arlie82. She said, good show this week. The meta discussion about how many times you've spent talking about stuff is always hilarious because it's usually a complaint about stuff taking too long but you're spending time complaining about it. Robin brings up a good point, and this, Chris, is usually your fault. I don't know who you're talking to. My name's Gavril. Oh, that's right. At Gavril. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we, I am a contrarian, so I'm always complaining about everything. That's just who I am. That's just who I am. Uh, I just love to complain, because if I'm not complaining, my day hasn't gone well. Okay. Just a simple fact of life. Um, but the thing is, it's like I'm always willing to like put the time into stuff. So I have, you know, the ammunition to complain about it. So that's just me, though. That's just me. Uh, Chris is very similar. Okay. okay. Moving on, Robin has a second comment saying that the log stuff was good, but it would be nice to have a more in-depth discussion of what can be done with Warcraft logs these days and to show, to talk about how people can lead themselves astray with it if they aren't careful. I will always tell people don't pay attention to a bit of logs. This is coming I mean, from somebody who who did like hardcore rating for a very long time. It's like logs in a vacuum are useless. Any information in a vacuum is absolutely useless. Don't bother with it. Um, I never really liked logs. I had to do logs. Because we were a like a serious progression guild. I've been in several serious progression guilds, so logs were an important thing, but I didn't care about them at all. I just was more just having fun. Yeah, I mean, what you can do with logs, compare yourself to players with similar eye levels. That's where I would start with, and there's a compare feature that you can do that. And what not to do with logs, I would say compare yourself to like the highest top tier players and um, cry about how you don't have as high DPS or HPS as they do. I mean, I think those are the two extremes. Like, here's what you can do well. Here's what you shouldn't do well. But, um, you know, I'm going to blame Gavril because I don't think we can have an in-depth discussion about anything without his ADD going off. Yep, pretty much. Um, though I will tell you, no, the extreme, Kevin, it's not like look at the high-end raiders and cry. The extreme is completely change your play style and play something you don't have fun doing just so you can eke out a couple more percentage of DPS mm. or, or HPS, play a different class or play or a different class or, or something like that. Just because you know, your logs are shit and your, your class isn't sitting as high as others. Yeah. Or this class is quote top tier. So I need to roll that yep. class or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or complain about someone not playing a specific spec because it's not performing as well as others can. That's yep. another thing that I've seen. Yep, okay, yep, 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 yep. and finally for LB's Corner, LB did write in this week and said, 
So for the first time ever, Kevin seems to care about the story in WoW, and he's talking about uh, the Argus kill um, and how I didn't want people to spoil it for me. He didn't want the end of the raid spoiled at all. Now that he's seen it, how confused is he? And did he like the end without the context? Now, I must say, we have had a few lore shows about Argus and tying into what's happened with Trellian and them. Um, so I did have some context, but a lot of it, um, you know, the stuff that kind of culminated throughout the entire Legion expansion was kind of lost to me. And I was wondering why there was a bunch of people sitting around looking at us um, during the Argus fight. Which, you know, by the way, nah, beautiful little throwback to uh, the Yogg-Saron fight in uh, Wrath of the Lich King kind of sounds like that same sort of thematic feel to it. So very nice. I like I it. Mean, I'm assuming that they were Titans, but some of them weren't even sitting upright in their chairs. They're slouched over like drug addicts. I, I'm pretty certain that was the Pantheon. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty certain that was the Pantheon. I haven't, I have not stepped foot in Antorus and I haven't bothered watching the videos yet. So, well, when it comes up to Raid Finder, then pay attention to how they're sitting in their chairs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, finally, shout outs. We do have some shout-outs this week. It looks like we are going uh, Anglo-centric this week. We have the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and just to add in a little bit of Nordic flavor, the Swedes from uh, this Sweden. Uh, yep. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for, uh, for wasting an hour and a half of your time once a week listening to these two idiots matter. Three idiots usually, but usually sometimes two idiots mutter and ramble about bullshit. Uh, we'd love to hear some comments from you all, like those countries specifically, and anybody else that listens, because we thrive on attention. We are so, so petty and vain. So please just make sure you feed our egos by commenting uh, on Twitter, emailing us, or however you want to reach us. Yep. And I, I have to give a shout out to Anne in Wonderland again, because... Um, the Czech Republic was the sixth top listening country in the past seven days. So just barely missed. Just barely. Sorry, Ian. Just barely missed. Um, so news this week. Uh, it's actually kind of a light-ish week. So we're gonna just kind of go through this real quick. Um, uh, I, I figure you want to cover the World of Warcraft news. Uh, Method did the first boss kill on Argus, so they are now eleven out of eleven and won the world first race. Exorcist came in second from Russia. Yep, I that believe it's Exorcist. That's fantastic. Um, which uh, what's the uh, what's the when is Raid Finder going to completely go live? I still think it's a few weeks because they're doing I think every wing for a week and then uh, it, yeah, not anytime soon. I don't think. Uh, let's take a look at this real quick. Just pulling it up real fast. Um, so Raid Finder Wing Two will be out in three days so that's going to be uh portal keeper aonar and imonar uh growthy world breaker fell hounds and antor and high command are already up uh cool. wing three will be out uh two weeks after that january 2nd uh so that's going to be king gareth veramothris and the coven of the shivara with january 16th a month from now we will be seeing the agrimar and argus wing four seat of the pantheon come up on raid finder cool um so that's about it so we are going to be seeing a 
winter brawl our i believe it's going to be our usual winter brawl this year um in hearthstone in hearthstone sorry yes in hearthstone we are going to be seeing our usual winter brawls uh it might be a little different this year so uh a little bit of a snippet of what's going on uh from blizzard great father cobalt will drop off some tastefully wrapped candle bearing gifts on turn one four on each side of the board for a total of eight if you unwrap a gift you'll receive a legendary minion that costs three fewer meta to play great father cobalt will keep the celebration going by periodically parachuting in more presents don't be greedy though you only just get get a discounted legendary minion from the gifts great father cobalt left on your opponent's side of the field so that brawl is going to be set to begin on the 20th, which is going to be Wednesday of next week uh, as of this time of recording. And that will be going through the 24th. So it will be a standard four day, uh, six day rotation on that. Or five day, six day, five day. And winning your first tra- tavern brawl will give you three Knights of the Frozen Throne card packs. Is yeah. there anything worth getting in those packs? Uh, death knights that's about it uh just remember that your rotation is going to be happening in about just about four months at this point uh it's probably going to be early uh april of 2018 so it's it's okay the meta right now is still shaking out so uh i don't know exactly what you're going to be looking at uh in terms of what is amazing at the moment um so we do have a uh new comic that uh is out uh, for Hearthstone, it's uh, covering Kobolds and Catacombs. It's just a funny, cute little comic. Uh, it is by Mark Evanier, is the writer, and illustrated by Manuel Garcia and Sandra Molina. It's called Up Comes Down. The link is going to be in the show notes, and it's going to be on the website for you. Uh, it's just, it's funny. It's Kobolds and Catacombs. It looks good. Uh, Hots, Heroes of the Storm. We have gift loot boxes the ability to gift loot boxes, I should say, has come live in Heroes of the Storm. That's pretty cool, I guess. And you can give people 5, 12, 25, or 52 loot boxes. Yeah, I don't need that. Uh, so you want to talk about the winter event? The winter event brings some new skins and a pretty cute little animation or a little story thing that they uh, usually release. Um, a little video, sorry. And it shows you what the new skins are going to be. Um, there's a there's a Vala Winter Hel- Winter's Helper skin, uh, Great Father Winter Malfurion, which looks pretty epic, and he's got little bows on his staff and stuff. Um, there is a Malthiel skin that looks really cool, and he's got candy canes for sights. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have been talking about that and want that one, and a Karazim that's got a little Santa's hat on. Um, he's also cute. The thing that Aww. I think is adorable and which I would like the most is the legendary mount, the gingerboard, which is a gingerbread cookie of a tree that's got a little bite out of it. Several different colors. It looks really cute. And lots of different sprays and uh, character portraits that you can get. They, you know, looks very well done this year. Yep. Um, and yeah, looks absolutely cool. Uh, last little bit of Heroes news. Uh, make sure you check your gifts section in the Blizzard launcher. You did get a free Heroes rare chest for the winter event. Yep. So, uh, did you want to talk about Overwatch? Overwatch, um, the Winter Wonderland event is now live. You can play Maze Yeti Hunt, 
which we talked about on last week's show, which is the ability to play as either May or a... (laughs) It's a boss fight against Winston as May. It's it's an asymmetric arena battler. There you go. Asymmetric battle arena. All right. Yeah, which is actually what they're called. Um, There's also a lot of new skins in there. Uh, We will link to a little video that shows you everything new that's um, in this year's Winter Wonderland event, so you can check that out. And uh, all of the Aussies and the Southern Hemisphere folks are going absolutely apeshit because we got Australian Christmas Junkrat. Oh my god. He's not all bundled uh, up for the cold. He's not all bundled up because if you, you you know, aren't a moron i guess that's kind of rude i mean if you're not aware southern hemisphere is flipped in terms of seasons so their christmas is during the middle of their summer so uh a traditional christmas is going down to the beach and uh relaxing in the sun so perfect uh so in destiny 2 the 1212 patch did go live Four days ago, it brought a lot of balance, the masterwork weapons, and a bunch of other interesting stuff. Uh, I had not enough to salvage Curse of Osiris for me as a worthwhile expansion and worth my 20 bucks, but uh, I they already got my money, so it doesn't matter. They don't give a shit. Yeah, there's the ability to actually buy certain um, armor off of the vendors, off the rep vendors. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was going to be like the saving grace because it takes so damn long to farm um, boxes off of these vendors and it t- it takes not only a ton of tokens but also a ton of legendary shards which i don't have a lot of right now so i'm kind of bummed by it i thought it was going to be cheaper and it's not i mean it's still something pro- to progress towards i mean you look at now i'm going to explain this to you and you don't get to laugh uh, and nikolai is going to shit talk me because mr nikolai is also listening in on the show but uh, nikolai didn't understand how the vault worked that's why he has so many shards. Okay. Gotcha. That, that that's why he has so many shards is because Nikolai didn't understand how the vault worked. So uh, the vault, you the know, bank. Yes, the vault is your bank, but a lot of people like it doesn't lead you to the vault. It doesn't tell you about the vault at all. Hmm. Like you have to go to the vault to, to understand how the vault works. Yeah, so, and it's uh, also like, not intuitive because you have to click on the vault and then click on your interface to bring up your interface when you're in the vault interface in order to store stuff in the vault. It just kind of it's it, weird how that process like, works. They just fall down. They just fall down. Fell down on the whole like process of like UI. UI is just yeah. I like playing Destiny for the most part. I just uh, the UI the UI experience the UIX is just absolute horseshit it is garbage it is the, just terrible. the ui i mean it is such an obvious port from a console game that you almost don't know that you can use the mouse to click on things i mean i just found out the other day how to leave a fire team i mean it took me like weeks to figure that out there's a lot of things with destiny 2 that are very unintuitive that are not very clearly explained yeah. uh the new player experience especially is not great Right. Like I said, with all with all the stuff that they don't explain to you that you kind of have to like guess about, it's just yeah, no. Um and finally, I know that there is a sale going on right now, Mr. Kevin, can you uh explain to our lovely listeners about the sale? Yes. Um you can buy Overwatch Game of the Year edition for $30 or the regular edition for $20. That's it. Uh, I think there's also some other stuff that might be going there's on. There's been right a now. gear store sale for a, a little bit of time. 
um i actually ended up getting the bomber jacket for like 50 percent off so that was cool that's not bad um, a lot of other interesting good sales there check it's it and bobs and pieces it's i thought that was another i thought that was another game sale that was going on right now not that i know of um let me take a okay. look real quick I, I opened it up and let's take a look real quick uh i love looking up sh- stuff on the show i do too it's like it's so intuitive you know uh it just it makes it so so wonderful uh overwatch hearthstone nothing interesting going on in hearthstone starcraft 2 uh the war chest is uh now live so you can get the war chest and uh yeah yeah we talked about that last week play starcraft if you actually play starcraft 2 yeah we talked about that last week uh that's about it. Okay, yeah, I thought there was more. Okay, whatever. We're going to jump into our main topic because we are expert professional podcasters and we talk about it instead of just going and doing it. All right, so this week we are going to be talking about achievements. We especially are going to be talking about things like meta achievements and you know stuff that gives rewards. It's a quick and easy topic that we can discuss uh, while Chris is gone and it's something that you know Kevin's really interested in. So uh, by extension, I too am interested because I am a completionist asshole. Okay. So, buddy, you want me to go ahead and tell you about the history of achievements? What is the history of achievements? Achievements did not exist until the end of BC, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty certain it was the end of BC. Like the pre patch for Wrath of the Lich King is when uh, achievements came through. Um, LB or somebody will correct me live as I'm saying this. Um, and it was just an alternate uh, sort of like, as I said in the show introduction, it was a Skinner box. It is a Skinner box. It is quite literally a Skinner box. Uh, it is designed to keep you playing. Like it gives you little, little, little nuggets of uh, accomplishment that you feel at max level, especially. Um, it's just like getting your bright engrams in D- uh, Destiny 2 or, you know, yeah, uh, Destiny 2 or something like that. You get it's just designed to keep you playing and keep you engaged and keep you active in the game. For people like me who are obsessive compulsive about completion ratings and rates and things of that nature, it's a living nightmare. And it's a, it's a terrible thing because I I have woken up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night back when I was like very very seriously strongly playing uh wow. And it's like, "Ah shit, it's Sunday. God damn it, I got to get up for Stranglethorn or something like that." Uh yeah, but they 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 moved from being primarily just about titles and just sort of weird off the cuff things like get 400 unarmed skill or max three weapons to 400 weapon skill or you know just kill x number of bosses in x raid to all the weird and wild stuff we have right now uh so it's been a good system it's something that players asked for for a long time that in the dance studio oh my god don't bring up the dance studio again god damn it i want my goddamn dance studio and i don't want it to be some shitty micro holiday Okay, or a fucking reference in the goddamn Warlords of Draenor Garrison. Okay, I want my actual I lo- goddamn. I love dance how studio. Destiny has given us a dance studio too before WoW has. Not a dance studio. It's not. It's a dance studio. You can change your dance. Okay. You can change your dance, yes, but you cannot make your dance. 
whatever. Yeah, whatever. So uh, another thing we were going to talk about was achievements that you can't get anymore. So uh, deprecated or depreciated uh, achievements and feats of strength. Do you have any? I have a shitload. Okay. Um, so most of the feats of strength and the de- uh, depreciated uh, achievements are things related to like your cutting edge or your bleeding edge achievements for, you know, current uh, content, current content, like killing bosses before your next patch has arrived. Uh, there's also things like the old PVP system that predates uh, Wrath of the Lich uh, Cataclysm, predates Cataclysm. Uh, things of that nature, uh, holiday events, uh, reputations that no longer exist or are no longer able to be done, um, limited attempt bosses, um, certain things like the undying or, uh, the indestructible or whatever it was from Nax, which was the launch raid for Wrath of the Lich King. You know, if you did all of it without anybody dying during a boss encounter, during a, during a single lockout, you got this achievement and it's actually very hard. It was actually rather difficult to get, but the problem is, is that they got rid of the achievement. And so it is now actually a relatively uncommon title or Hmm. like the, uh, the undefeated, which was trial of the champion, which was the third raid or second raid in wrath where it was a trial of crusader. Sorry. Uh, and you got a mount and like a title and some other stuff for doing it with low or no deaths during the bosses. This was a thing that they tried to do during wrath. Um, but you or like limited attempts or things like that. And you can no longer obtain these things. So those are now feats of strength and the things associated with them are now locked behind these achievements. And that's a very sad. What is your favorite one that you can't get anymore? <sighs> unarmed skill because i sat in borean tundra punching baby mammoths <laughs> i remember that specifically because i sat there talking with my guild while my character just punched baby mammoths for like five damage a piece wow okay i i it's just it's it's something that i remember very distinctly that question is, do you have any feats of strengths or, you know, unavailable achievements? I have some feats of strength, I think, from kill, like ahead of the curve type achievements mm-hmm. for like killing bosses um, on patch. But okay. I don't think I have any that you can't get anymore other than those. Okay, okay. Um, Definitely no titles, I don't think. <laughs> um. I do have like my one another feat of strength is I do have my old school PVP feat of strength, my old school PVP system feat of strength, and that one that's a, that's a big one for me every every time. It's always a really big one. Um, cool. There's a couple of others I've got. I've got some stuff that you can't do anymore just because they've removed the content or it's no longer current content. So, um, okay, yeah, Chris, what are meta achievements? So a meta achievement is a larger achievement made up of many smaller achievements. One of the most one of the ones that people know the most is what a long strange trip it's been. Which uh back in the day was the gated requirement for 310 flying speed and a bunch of others and a uh, purple proto drake. Um basically what a meta achievement is is that it is a lot of little small achievements that you work towards that give you a larger achievement. 
And that larger achievement is then part of the larger meta achievement, which usually encompasses uh, a specific set of actions or something something related to a specific area of the world or a specific expansion, like um, raiding with leashes. Raiding with leashes is uh, not a meta achievement, but it's one of the smaller achievements that you work towards for things like meta achievements. So like um, the we're going to need a bigger uh, pet carrier or whatever it is. I don't remember what the meta achievement is, but it's like you complete all these raiding with leashes and you complete all these other little achievements and it gives you something bigger. Uh, it gives you typically mm-hmm. something like um, or um, oh shoot, what's the one I'm thinking of? Long Strange Trip is like the most like the biggest one Um, and i think the other ones are like legion flying or drainer flying where you have to complete several achievements in order to get the uh, meta achievement to fly yeah the pathfinder metas are one that a lot of people know about things of that nature um so it's really it's it's one of those things to keep driving you in to play the game more and more Mm mm-hmm Okay. Um, so I know that you also wanted to mention that uh, there are quite a few achievement guides out there, and I know you've got the Wowhead one linked inside of our uh, uh, show notes here, and uh, we will be making sure to throw that one up because it does give you a lot of information about some stuff uh, and some and some hidden achievements too. And these are basically a listing of guides where you can figure out how to get certain achievements. And just by opening up that list, I found out that you can get the the uh, Pepe achievement, well, it's an achievement that gives you a Pepe toy. Um, I had no idea that you could get a permanent Pepe toy and that was pretty cool. So um, yeah, check it out. There's a lot of really interesting guides out there if you're trying to get a specific achievement and something that I've referred back to as I'm trying to get my uh, Paragon of Argus uh, meta achievement. So that is really cool. We especially we mentioned in the introduction for this week's topic that especially we're going to be talking about things that reward things. So achievements that reward you things. So some of the stuff that you can get out of these achievements are titles, which is that was like the original reward you got for doing achievements was titles. Only titles. Uh, Yeah, pretty much most of the early rewards were achievement for achievements were titles. Uh, Pets. That was another one that you got uh, achievement. That was another achievement reward, but it was primarily titles. Mounts, toys, gear sets, which there's not a whole lot of right now in terms of gear sets that are rewarded for achievements. But we will be seeing that with the allied races with Battle for Azeroth incoming uh, because there is a achievement uh, for reaching cap. And you get a specific set. If you You level them from 20. Yeah. Yeah. You get the heirloom gear appearance for that specific uh, allied race. Yeah. Uh, And flying. So those are, those are like the six things that you primarily see uh, for rewards. There's not a whole lot of appearances. Like I said, flying is of course, you know, that's, that's the pathfinder achievements. We all know. I think that's the one that everyone will try to get, get if nothing else. If nothing else, that's what you're going to do. Toys is always a big one. There's always there's a lot of stuff that rewards either toys or pets. Um, the pets ones are especially related to completing like the family meta achievements or the celestial tournament, which I still have yet to beat or things like that. I, I think that was actually like my freaking. 
I think that was my uh, thing I told Ro I wanted to complete before the uh, before the expansion came out. Shit. Mm-hmm. You've got to go back mm-hmm. to the Celestial Tournament. God damn it. There you go. Son of a bitch. Um, toys. There's a lot of little toys that you can get for various achievements. There's the, the old Plants vs. Zombies one, which I don't know if that still exists anymore with all the changes that have gone through the world. Um, there's the meta toy achievements where you get a certain number of toys and you get more toys and uh, just lots of little interesting things like that. Um, mounts, 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 mounts. That's the one everybody freaking mentions. You get mounts mm-hmm. for PvP. You get mounts for arena. You get mounts for raids. You get mounts for just doing things during the year during holiday events. You mounts get mounts for collecting heirlooms. You get mounts for collecting heirlooms. Yes, you get your chauffeured motorcycle, which doesn't really move any faster, but it's still awesome. Yep. But it's it's yeah you know you just roll around so mounts are always one of those things i love doing those mount meta achievements um i especially i I do a lot of them when i play wow i go back and do a lot of the old mount meta achievements sometimes like try to do the heroic modes or the hardcore modes of old raids uh but some of my best memories were going back and actually doing those as current content with my guilds at the time uh those were just always really fun yeah what is the so, most common way to get mounts through achievements? Uh, the achievements, uh, the old meta, the old, uh, the old meta achievements uh, for raids. Those are very, very common, easy ways to get mounts. Um, it's just one of the most common ways, actually, to get mounts is to go back and do these old heroic metas or these old metas. Um, except that you know some of them do require multiple people to be involved in it, which sucks. But okay, it oh, happens. like the ones that say you need to be in a guild group, or like the ones that there's a mechanic that you need like two people, like you have to bounce a ball like twenty times or something. You know, yeah. those suck. But I mean, it's just what it is. You gotta you gotta deal with it. Um, through achievements, that's especially it. Um, there's also the oh god, like the mount achievement. Just getting mounts gets you another mount. Yep. Like the albino Drake you get for getting 50 mounts. Yep. And then there's like a, a hundred mount one and then like a 250 and like a 350 or something like that. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's mounts for pretty much everything. Mountain of mounts and huge mountain of mounts and all this other stuff. So do you have a particular mount that you are the biggest fan of uh, coming from like these achievement rewards? Um. I mean, looking through, like, we'll post a link in the notes that shows you all the mounts that you can get through an achievement. Um, I'd like the Pandaren Kite, honestly. Oh, God, what was that one? That one is reward for becoming exalted with various Pandaren factions. Oh, God, yeah. Can you even finish that anymore? I guess because one of the one of the reps doesn't exist anymore. Like Golden Lotus doesn't exist anymore. I didn't know that. Like I I think that was the one that gets blown up and like their daily quest hub gets destroyed in uh Valley of the Four, Four Winds, Winds or uh, uh no, uh the Vale of Eternal Blossoms. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um <clears throat> my favorite, favorite, favorite one, my favorite achievement based mount. 
has to be it's either the rusted iron proto drake from Ulduar meta achievement because we got that on uh in in cycle so it was in the patch cycle we got that i remember working with my group so hard on that that was so much fun or uh the one from icc the one from the icc meta that was also a really big one for us that was that was huge that was just absolutely massive um those two definitely um yeah 100% one of those two it would have to be one of those two just cuz wrath was such a good expansion for me okay um I toys, thought you were going to say wrath yeah wrath toys was my my favorite toy that comes from an achievement has got to be um the turkey blaster i think i think you get the turkey blaster from the achievement um I don't see it on the list. I actually do have one, which is uh, Nat's mm-hmm. fishing chair. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. allows you to set up a fishing chair. And I found out that people who don't have the achievement or just people who aren't you can't sit in it. Hmm. So that's pretty f- interesting and elitist. Yeah. Um, and for pets, my favorite achievement pet Oh God! What was the meta for Wrath? Did I have that one finished? Um, it was the Celestial Invitation. No, 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 no. That's the I'm talking about the Wrath of the Lich King, um, raiding with leashes. Um, that, yeah, raiding with leashes for Wrath of the Lich King awards you the Celestial Invitation. Okay. Um, the last one we're going to talk about on these achievement <laughs> rewards, because I am just like, I'm like, uh, blanking. is blanking on that completely, uh, is titles, 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 titles. Everybody loves titles. Everybody wants more rare titles so they can be an elitist dick. I am no exception, yep. mm-hmm. which is why I have hand of a doll as my title. Cause that's unobtainable anymore. There you go. I am an elitist prick on that one, at least. Um, and that honestly is my favorite title because I I play I, I Gavril is a Drain Eye Paladin, so I am literally the hand of a doll. It fits, considering a doll is the uh, central power of Shatrith City. So uh, it fits. I, I was super stoked about getting that when uh, that uh, was an active thing when that was a quest line. So what you might understand is a lot of these things that reward toys and achievements and pets and titles were originally just simply quest lines. Hmm. These days it's part of these meta achievements. So it's not a quest per se that you have to track through when you have to do, hmm. uh, but there's lots of things. There's PVP titles. There is the classic lore master, which is well, not classic lore master, but it's just the lore master title, which uh, is you have to complete the storylines for pretty much every zone in the game. Wow. Uh, you have Explorer, which is one that every, anybody can do and anybody can have fun, but it is the most fun to do when you do not have a flying mount. Like, do your old world stuff without a flying mount. Hmm. Because you see so many like nooks and crannies you didn't know existed just running along the ground for it. Um, it's it's a big thing for me. I absolutely love it. And I remember doing this on level. I remember exploring everything uh, before even before the achievement stuff came out. I used to explore all the time. I used to just go and see where I can find myself by wall jumping up places. 
Uh, and I found myself in a lot of really interesting places doing that. Um, but I know you're especially been talking about the Lightbringer meta achievement for Antorus, for uh, Argus, right? Yeah, because I want to be a priest who has a Lightbringer title. You want to be Furton the Lightbringer? Yes. Or Lightbringer, is it the Lightbringer or is it Lightbringer, Lightbringer. comma, Furton? I think it's, it's um, name and then the Lightbringer. Okay, so it would be Furton, comma, the Lightbringer. Yes. Okay. Thanks for so adding I, my I, character name. You've said it a thousand times <laughs> on this show. His name is Furton. Uh, he raids with the guild Phalanx of Nod on uh, the Dalaran US server. I, I don't know why I, I talked to this guy. Have fun. DDoS Chris, his uh, raid nights. What is... Do you know Chris what Chris isn't the, here. Gavril, whose also name is Chris. Do you know what the most achieved title is in wow i have no idea but i would guess it'd probably be like explorer or something no it's the patient no yeah 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 that's uh that's the one you get for partnering with 50 people in random dungeons right uh use the raid finder tool to finish random heroic dungeons until you have grouped with 50 random players total uh, which I think is like it's like 15 runs, I think, to do that, give or take. Or Yeah, it's like 15 runs, give if or take, to do that. People, yeah. It's like 15 or 20 runs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Assistant um, Professor's also, second, and mm-hmm. the Kingslayer is third. Okay. Uh, now there is also a further achievement for partnering with random people which is one of the first pet based random pet based achievements you can get which was the perky pug during wrath of the lich king i think i think that one is also it's either that's either earlier in the chain or that's after the patient i think that one's like 25 and then the patient is like 50 but the, the perky pug is fantastic i love the perky pug nice even though i haven't brought him out in a while so yeah, um, there there is a website that lists the rarity of different um, uh, titles that you can get in the game, so you can actually figure out how elitist you are. I am very elitist with the things I have. Thank you. <laughs> I have little XT. I don't care. I mean, he's the, not an achievement item. The thing that I think is interesting is that there's only 15 titles that have 50 percent or more achieved across the player base. And the rest is under 50%. Like, you have to remember, dude, the majority of the player base doesn't give a fuck about anything. They're just here to, like, play and have fun. It's like most of the player base is casual. Like, casuals vastly outnumber even, like, the casual hardcore or the hardcore groups. Hmm. Like casuals vastly outnumbered, like 10 to 1 or 20 to 1, which is why there's always been such an uproar anytime things were tuned around the hardcore crowd because they make up such a small percentage of the player base that it's like, oh, well, you design all this raid content for the, for this, you know, these, the top 1%, 100, these, these 150,000 people that are going to do this content versus the other you know eight million or five million or whatever it is at this point people who aren't going to do this content 
So why are you developing all this content for them? But then you get content developed for the other, for the 99%. And the hardcore crowd just shits, shits the bed. Right. Um, the problem with it is, is that the hardcore players are the ones that are going to spend money. They're going to faction change. They're going to keep playing every single time. They're going to buy collector's editions. They're going to do all this other stuff. Whereas your casual group's not going to spend money. They're not going to buy faction changes. They're not going to buy race changes. They're not going to transfer their guild to a different server. They're not going to generally, they're not going to buy mounts and pets out of the store. You know, their subscription might lapse because they get bored. Whereas the hardcore players are going to keep playing. They're the ones who are spending the most money. They're the ones who make some of the rest of it financially viable to keep going. Right. So, so it's just kind of like a weird give and take on it. That's, that's pretty much an overview of all the different achievement types that can give you different types of rewards. Chris, do you bang out achievements or do you, is that the last thing you're thinking about when you're playing WoW? Um, depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I, if I'm getting on just to like, I, I do have days where I, in the past where I've just gotten on to bang out achievements, just do nothing but achievements. Um, like when I used to have, when I used to actually have friends that played like constantly and, you know, weren't busy with stuff all the time. <coughs> um, I would get together and we would go do achievement runs and we would go do old content and do, uh, the achievements from it and, uh, even more current content. But it's just something that's kind of fallen by the wayside because a lot of the people that I know that played the game don't play anymore or just it's just not as fun. It's not as entertaining. Yeah. It's not as engaging and driving for me anymore. Yeah. And I think I'll, I mean, reg- you- I'll regularly, you know, do achievements at the end of an expansion just because I can get something from it. I typically do- want to do those more than something that doesn't have a carrot at the end of the stick. I I think the achievement to me itself is the carrot. To me, the achievement itself has always been the carrot. It's 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 getting more achievements and being able to go. Oh, look! I went and did this. I went and I pushed the big red button and I killed Memoron on uh, hard mode. Hmm. You know that was that was always a big thing for me. Or you know, uh, we I you know did the safety dance without dying on Hygen. Um, or whatever, you know, it was always just, just getting that carrot was good. And it, but at the same time, I recognize that it's a goddamn Skinner box and I don't need to be addicted to video games. Okay. <laughs> um, Chris, wh- how do you think they've done in Legion with achievements compared to other expansions in the past? I feel like they did a pretty good job. There was there was a lot of like engaging things, but there was also just a lot of kill X number of things. Mm-hmm. It felt like uh, so well, I mean, those on things Argus. on Argus, especially. It always makes me feel like eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Kill a thousand more demons, more demons. Go kill five thousand non-trivial demons for me. <laughs> like oh oh okay, I I don't want to do that though. <laughs> They're just gonna I don't respawn. Go kill de- they're just going to respawn. I mean, we're literally on Argus, man. I don't want to do this. I just want to die. I want to go home. Can I go back to Azeroth? What What do you think like, about, you know, more and more achievements seeming to have, like, some of these rewards at the end of them? Is that a good thing? Is it going in the wrong direction? What is your take on I that? Think they need to, I think they need to keep... I think they need to kind of look at it because... The achievement is sort of a quest in and of itself. Right. But 
I liked having, you know, the reward system baked into the game itself, like where you would go and you would get a quest and you, it's like the Sprite Darter Hatchling. I remember going and doing the Sprite Darter Hatchling quest line on Horde. I think it was Horde at least. No, Horde was a simple kill. Alliance was you had to do this long ass quest chain out in Feralus. And I remember doing that and I was just like, oh man, I never would have thought about this. I couldn't have opened up my my achievement log and seen, oh, hey, go do X quest. And it's just like, oh, I'll go do that. It's like, no, I ran across that in Feralus at some point. I was mm-hmm. leveling, I was doing something in Dire Mall. I was doing like Gordok or, uh, runs or something in like Cataclysm or some junk. Uh, and I ran across it and I was just like, oh, this is fucking cool. I'm going to go do this now. Boop. And I went and did it. And yeah, it was real fun. I had fun. It's like it's something that was emergent for me. Um, but when, you know, everything's an easily searchable achievement, I can just go, oh, well, <laughs> achievements with rewards. Eh, I guess I'll go do this. I mean, that's just me sounding being contrarian again, like I am always. I'm just being contrarian about it. But I liked it when stuff was hidden. Like, you had to go out of your way to find certain things. And now it's just like, oh, I open up the achievement pane and go to PvP. Okay, I need to kill 12 more goblins. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I think that the reward stuff is fine as long as it's kind of locked behind something that's more meta um, or something that's harder to do for people who are actually doing it and not just, well, I was out in the world and I was killing things and I magically got an achievement. Like, that doesn't feel as good as something like, I had to go all the through all of these different achievements and then finally got something from my meta achievement. I think that feels better. Nah. I, I can get that. I can get that. I, I can stand behind that. I mean, you know, the heroic dungeon queue, like just for getting the patient title, I feel like that's your, you know, hand me out um, title, right? Um, but it, it's it's nice to it's nice to kind of when you're wearing that title and letting people know, like I actually spent time farming this or doing this um, in order to get the title so that they, you know, there's something behind that, you know? And especially with like transmog the way it is, I don't think that happens with gear as much, but it is something that still kind of holds true with titles. Like you can wear that title and show people that you spent time doing this and, you know, you should be respected for having completed that activity. Yeah. Well, transmog, you know, there's so much transmog that's unavailable now. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's just kind of a blank space right there for me. Okay. I mean, I think they're doing decent things with the um, achievement system. I think things like the dungeon uh, achievement in Legion is a little bit weirder, like where Mm -hmm. you have to complete like an achievement in a dungeon that has to be mythic or greater and then, you know, figure out what all those weird things are and do them in all the different dungeons. I'm like, I well, it was like, always like that. We always just, a lot of achievements had to be completed on heroic mode in the past. So, I mean, the problem that I have with that is like when you're in the dungeon, you should be focused on doing the dungeon and not like trying to figure out how to throw a beer can at someone <laughs> in order to get an achievement. It's just, I don't know. It's, well, that's, that's why you go in with a group to do achievements. Okay. That's why you go, put a group together and go do achievements specifically as a group. Yeah, I can see that. And that's that's that. I mean, like if you're going after the metas, yeah, you have to do it that way. Like you can't just expect four randos 
in WoW to do exactly what you want them to do. Yeah, I understand. Mm. Well, I think we've milked this topic as much as we can. What do you think? Yes, we've milked. We're Just done milking. Don't, please don't. We're, we're not going to say milking anymore, milking. please. We're not going to say milking Milky anymore. Milky goodness. Uh, <clears throat> God damn it. Uh, do you have any sort of final thoughts or anything uh, that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I think when we get Chris on, we should definitely have more of a tinfoil hat type episode about achievements and what we think are good, bad, and different about and dig into it more in the show in the future at some point. Okay, I could agree with that. Um, do you have a don't do that then, buddy? I don't have a don't do that this week. I mean, things have been pretty cash and chill around the holidays. Um, you know, I'm going cash, I'm, excuse me, cash, cash and chill, cash and chill, chill and cash. Fucking Christ. Yep. You are the descent of Western society. I'm just letting you know. I understand. I used the word that I shouldn't have. But um, anyway, uh, no, I mean, I'm just glad to get the, or that we got a guild group together for both nights this week because people were out to watch Star Wars on opening night Thursday and people were out Wednesday for whatever reason, you know, watching Survivor and things like that. So um, yeah, we're. Just glad to have people together and raid and get out and do some things in game. Good times. Good. I'm glad you're having yeah. fun. Um, you know me. I, I don't play WoW really as much anymore. Uh, so it's always nice to see people still engaging and having fun with the game. Yeah. You should log in, you know, every once in a while. Uh, maybe. So I don't you know. Do a WoW Possibly. Podcast. Possibly at some point today mm-hmm. I might log in and like fulfill my obligation for the rest of December. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um. But I don't really have a don't do that. Um, the only thing I can think of is don't let people put other people's bones inside of your jaw. God, can we end that discussion? I really. It won't stop until I get the implants me. done for my jaw. It won't stop. I can't wait to see your new tits. It's going to be so I cool. know they're going to be fantastic. Thank you. I, I can't I wait until your operation's over. I went with a reasonable I went with a reasonable size. You know what? I felt like, you know, just be reasonable about it. All right. That is going to be our show this week, folks. To talk to us at any point on the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with AK. Mr. Chris, our erstwhile missing spider ham, is at under Akari underscore mag. And I, of course, am at Gavril. That's two I's, one L, underscore E-T. You can email the show at azerothctc.gmail.com. You can visit our website at azerothctc.com. Shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. We love to hear from you. Say goodnight, boys. Good night. <laughs>